Hi there, and welcome to the Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion, where our main aim is education through a conversation. Through our conversations, delve deep into all things related to the tradesperson contracting community, from news to education to industry happenings, helping you do better business while building a better and improved South African tradesmen and women contracting community. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation. A warm welcome to our audience. My name is Willem Klopper. I'm your host. And in this episode, we will have a conversation with Mr. Ole Smith of Terra Firma Projects to discuss how plumbing, construction, and civil works are integrated and actually interdependent. Now, as I've mentioned, my guest in studio today, Mr. Olay Smith. Olay, you've been with us in studio before for a, for a different podcast on a different subject and a different topic, but uh, again, very welcome to you in the studio, and of course, thanks for your time and your effort in joining us for this conversation. Uh, it's always a pleasure to be here. I think first of all, I must just say thank you for inviting me again and everything to have a discussion regarding um, my company and f- uh, so forth, and just to be here, I think it's a uh, I'm being blessed, that's all. Just before we give our guests the opportunity to introduce themselves, have a listen to this. We'd like to remind our audience that this episode is proudly brought to you by Articulated Plumber. Are you a tradesperson or a trading company that is looking for a platform to market your services? Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at organizer at articulated.co.za. You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za. The, the audience have heard your voice now. So let's, let's give them an introduction of who you are. Please, please give us a little bit of a career background and tell us a little bit more about Terra Firma products, uh, projects after that, please. Okay, my name is Eloy Smith. Um, I'm the co-owner and founder of Terra Firma Projects. Um, we started actually with Terra Firma in 2017, and up until now we're running strong. Um, we are a company that is actually, if I can leave, give you a little bit of background, first of all regarding my career, is I started in 1994, that's about 27 years ago, um, by Central Plumbing Works, where I started as a young apprentice that actually teaches us all the things the ins and outs of plumbing because it was still the old school plumbing if I can say it like that. Um, I was there for 10 years um, where I learned everything, where I became a foreman. Then I moved on to advanced plumbing where I was another five years where I was actually a project manager um, on different sites and everything. And all the sites that we did from the beginning was actually big buildings, high-rise buildings. Um, I think if I can put in my career, one of the ones I'm very proud of was Monte Casino that we did with um, Central Plumbing Works. And it actually teaches so much about all the knowledge and everything that you can pick up through just doing this project or just being part of a team that's doing these big projects. After that, um, when I was by advance, I actually moved on to start my own business um, from, I think it was 2007 that I started my own business up until now, where I'm still running at this stage. So that's actually just a short part of my career from where I start and where I'm at at this moment. So you're not just only a business owner and a co-founder of this of this this awesome company, which we'll discuss just now, but also that's your trade. You're a plumber. That's correct. Yes, um, I did still when I actually got my I did my trade test and everything by Willy Fons Fontaine, but I started with Central Plumbing in that stage in 1994. You as an apprentice, you had to do five years. <laughs> 
that you have to do everything um, from your um, ex- to get experience before you can only apply to go to Springs at that stage. I think it was Bafsa. And only then you can do the course that they've got. I think it was for about, uh, if I'm speaking on corrections now, about six months that you were there. Um, so then you only can go to Bafsa where you did actually all your training that I gave you to know all your weldings, your installations on various items. And the one thing that I really hated at that stage was sheet metal. That was one of the big things <laughs> that I think everyone, I think most of the guys will still remember the chicken that you had to cut out there. And that was, <laughs> that was one of my, I, I, I didn't like that chicken. <laughs> <really>. <laughs> but in any case, and then after that, you had to work a year again before you can actually qualify to go to Olifant's Fontaine to do your trade test. So I did my trade test also at Willifans Fontaine and I got my, we name it your, your red seal that mm. you receive mm. on your diploma to show that you actually did it, that you are a qualified plumber. So yeah, I think in those days, um, your qualifications and the way that they do it is actually for me much better if I can say it at least like that. Because like they always say to us, for the first five years, you're just an apprentice, you don't know anything. Mm. After five years, you only started grade one, actually, according <laughs> to the guys that learned <laughs> us. And what they were actually saying is true, because that first five years is actually your development stage, where you learn to get all the different types of things. Because with central plumbing, we actually learned, for example, um, all the stormwater lines, the invert levels. The We were still working with urban wear pipe at that stage, uh, with the color sockets and stuff like that. So it was a totally a different thing. And before you can go inside, if I say inside now, that will be to do your first fix, like copper and everything. You were first put on, placed on the outside so that you can learn how does stormwater work, how does sewer work, how does water lines work. And if you finish learning that, only then you were like upgraded to go to the inside. <laughs> <laughs> so I think because they did it that way, you've got a better perception about plumbing and you understand it better and therefore it will assist you on your path as you go along. Mm. And, and, and obviously you applied all of the knowledge and the experience that you've gained over the years in the various companies that you worked for by the time that you uh, founded your own company, which of course is Terra Firma Projects. Now I'd like to find out a little bit more about Terra Firma Projects, please. Okay, Terra Firma projects, first of all, the word Terra Firma, I think that's very important because it means standing on firm ground. And that's the reason why we actually choose the name Terra Firma projects. Now, um, for myself and um, Christo Duplessis, the um, co-owner also from Terra Firma projects, when we started out, he was the accountant. Um, and I was actually doing main of the operations side and everything. And the reason why we started Terra Firma, because I saw there was a place in the market where you can do actually the plumbing work combined that with the civil works. Because one thing that I always picked up is that normally if you get onto the site, you don't know where the pickup points is. Um, the guys that previously installed it, they didn't leave you clear points. There was always a situation also sometimes where the guys um, didn't have the, the knowledge actually to install all the stormwater, sewer lines, stuff like that. And therefore, I started to actually see, but you know what, why don't you make it a, a full turnkey, if I can say it like that, mm. where you actually start from your main water line straight up until where your toilet is installed and you can flush it. It just makes more sense to me at the end of the day. 
Um, my passion is also a lot for um, for earth work in the meaning of infrastructure, like for your stormwater, sewer lines, and that because it's it, it's it's actually calming if you actually do it. I don't know if, if it makes sense at this stage. Um, instead of working inside the whole time to be outside and to see all these things going in. And I just wanted to say, if you enjoy your work, then, <laughs> then it's going to be calming to you. They say that if you enjoy your work and you enjoy what you do, you'll never work another day in your life. So obviously, <laughs> I mean, if you can tell me <laughs> that doing the, the, you know, the, the, the civil infrastructure work and, and being on the outside is calming to you, then that's a clear sign and a clear indication that you enjoy your trade and what you do. Yeah, I, I must admit, I really love it. And that's why actually I started with that. And, and actually the first guys that we actually did to work for in Terra Firma projects um, at that stage, they were actually so surprised um, to see that we actually doing the stormwater, the sewer lines, um, and all of those things with the in-house of the, the toilet supplies and everything, the main water lines. And when I spoke with him, he said to me, you know what, you are the first plumber that's actually, I don't have to get the builder out. I don't have to get the civil guy out. I don't have to get any of those trades out because you are actually doing everything that everyone is not doing at this stage. And I say to him, but actually to me, that's quite normal because in my apprenticeship, like I, I spoke previously about with central plumbing, that's how they teach us. You actually start everything from the beginning. And it just makes sense to me at the end of the day to do it. But they were so surprised and I couldn't believe it because like especially with your manuals and stuff like that, it must be built. Um, we got our own guys that's builders, not plumbers, builders, not a plumber that's trying to be a builder. Uh -huh. He's actually a builder in trade. That's actually working for us that's actually just doing all our um, manuals and benching and stuff like that. And because of that, it places you actually in a better position because you don't have to go and hire on the outside different type of people to get one work or one job complete or one project. You, you mentioned the word the turnkey provider, and, and I have another term or another word that I can use for that is a solutions provider. Uh, more than a, just a service and a specify, specified service provider, um, it's a, it's, you provide solutions to your, to your clients. That's correct, yes, we're pr providing solutions. And, and with that solutions that we also actually do is with our design because we actually, because of the knowledge that we've got regarding big ra rising buildings that we did previously and all of those things, you work very close-handed with engineers. Mm. And because of that, you assist them, they assist you. It works actually vice versa because sometimes you pick up something that you never knew that they actually inform you of and therefore you actually can use it on your next site where you can approach the people to say to them, you know what, this method actually works much better than the method that's already on there. Mm. And vice versa. And I mean, vice versa. I mean, there are it, 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 many times and with many podcasts and many people that I've had interviews with, I've heard them say that, you know, it's it's in, in many instances that as if plumbing and the plumbing work that needs to be done is sort of an afterthought. You know, when they do their designs and, and, and the engineering side and whatever of that, it's as if the plumbing isn't properly considered and you as a plumber then arrive on site and you have to give your quotations, but then their designs doesn't quite fit and wouldn't necessarily make the installations effective or make it compliant with the standards, etc. Is that correct? I think what you're saying there is very correct. And um, like I also mentioned previously, especially with your when you're starting out with your tenders, and the reason why I'm just bringing the tenders in because if your design from the beginning on all plumbing was done correctly. Your pricing and your bill that must go in is going to put you in a better position 
than just to come out there with your own design. They actually leave us sometimes also to do our own designs. And that's also something where I see where professional liability insurance comes in and you are not actually a designer because that's why you've got your sanity engineers that's actually designing all this type of things. And I think there's a very gray, li- gray line, if I can say it like that, um, because I think at the end of the day, the designers must be the designers and the plumbers must be the plumbers. But I think if both can work together to make it more efficient for the client, why not? Just before we continue the conversation, have a listen to this. Introducing the Plumbing Industry Registration Board Company Registration Portal. Now you can register your company to have access to more benefits, including purchasing and allocating certificates of compliance to your PRB-registered employees. Visit www.pirb.co.za to find out more information. Plumber training has never been easier with articulated plumber courses. Enroll now to upskill yourself at your own pace and earn CPD points. Our informative and easy to follow courses can be found on iopsitraining.co.za. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Articulated Plumber. Would you agree with the fact that these spheres are well integrated and dependent interdependent on each other i mean looking at terra firma and your involvement involvement within these different spheres um and and the type of uh, aspects that you can provide services for within those sphere do you agree with what i'm saying yes i totally agree with what you're saying because at the end of the day everything integrates with everything at the end of the day by reasoning, if um, the builder doesn't build the walls, the plumber can't come and put the pipes in. If the, the pipes is not installed in the correct position, the civil guy can't come and finish up his platforms. So actually everything is integrated with everything at the end of the day. Therefore, it's actually so important to work together, actually with the architects, with the engineer, with your building inspector at the end of the day and everything to get all of this to combine together to form a successful project at the end of the day. Right, so let's get back to Terra Firma projects and, and, and your company and the services and the solutions that you provide. Um, am I correct to say that you uh, work, You it's basically more your commercial plumbing with and you work directly hand-in-hand hand with uh, property developers and, and the building and the constructions of new buildings, etc., whether that be shopping centers or whether that be warehouses or whatever it's not necessarily your regular day-to-day maintenance plumbing that you guys are doing is that is that correct yes that is correct um that's correct that is what we're doing because we're doing all the commercial hospitals um office buildings you can name it all your big uh, shopping centers all those big type of buildings that's going up and then also we're doing the, the development parts where it's also like townhouses or estates that are developing where that we also are in with so, yes, and because of that is why we also got into the civil works because we saw most of the places actually required that type of services at the end of the day. And when we started to speak with the guys, they actually said to us, no, it's fine, you can carry on with it. Or, and that's how we actually form part of um, the way that we brought in civils into Terra Firma projects so that we can actually do your connection from the beginning to the end. And and hence again, that's that it comes back to the different spheres of the built environment and how they fit together, and and you being able to provide in in many aspects of those different spheres. Um, most buildings are are built and designed for the use by humans. Therefore, 
most buildings will have plumbing in it. Um, and and, and plumbing needs to be c- compliant with regulations and the requirements of standards, etc. Therefore, the construction part of it and the design part of it also needs to be correct. And hence, we, I reiterate the fact, and the fact that this is the reason why we're having this podcast, is that these things need to to uh, work together with each other. They need to sort of supplement each other and and one can't exist without the other. You you don't construct a building if there's not proper uh, uh, plumbing in it because if humans are going to use it, it needs plumbing. That's correct. It needs all that infrastructure and the design part is also like we uh, mentioned actually previously as well, is very, 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 very important. Um, I will also stick to the fact that actually if you know what, Always on the uh, most of the time on the big sides, so you always got the issue where the architect and the engineer is not talking together, and then you've got clashes where the, either the pipes or the air cones or something clashes because of the designs that they made. Now, if everyone just actually sits and speaks together and shows all those things out from the beginning, the sites actually you will sit with less um, variation orders that must be issued, you will sit with less designs that's not practical, you will sit with so many things that actually cause the site to slow down, if I can say it like that, just by implementing the fact that they speak together to get things resolved. Mm. And I think if they also at the end of the day get the plumber in, but I know it's difficult because on your design, it's not even when the building is going up, so the tenders must still go out. So it's quite a difficult thing, but if they can integrate it on some type of way that before when they design just to consult with somebody that knows, that's got the knowledge with bu- big rising buildings, uh, for example, a plumber, just to hear his feelings also about it at the end of the day because sometimes we can learn from the engineers and the engineer can learn from us. And the reason why I'm bringing this up, um, where I said if they just consult with each other, is we did a, a while ago, it was a, quite a long while ago, we did um, a, a big water line. I think it was a 250 water line, but the building that we did was about a block away. And... I remember there, um, everything was at last 12, UPVC, UPVC pipe was installed. And what happened is the pressure on that place is so much that the water pressure pushed that, um, the tar actually up like a bubble because of the pressure. And that pipe was about three meter underground. <laughs> so after this, with, with that we picked it up, we said to the guys, listen, yeah, we did work here that we actually went back to the engineer. And... I see you busy installing at last 12 here. And I just want to bring it under your attention that you need to install at last 16 because it's a main water line and this area needs a class 16 pipe. And he just said to us, now it's fine, he listened to what uh, we said, but we must carry on as per his design. So we carried on. End of the day, 500,000 rand later, the pipe (laughs) is in. And nobody's using the pipe because the first thing when the building inspector came to site and he looked on the pipe, he said, is it class 12? We said, yes. He said, you know, it must be at class 16. We said, we did bring it under the engineer's attention. And from there, he said to us, just close it up because it's not going to work here. So therefore, what I'm just trying to, to bring the point out, if everyone just speak with each other, because sometimes you know something that I don't know. Mm. And if we work together, we can resolve that and then save costs for the client at the end of the day, so that they, you don't have to sit with a pipeline of 500,000 and it's not never going to be used. Mm. We spoke earlier about, uh, uh, um, you know, we, we, we looked at 
aspects like uh, having a trade and then starting a business. You and I had a, had a conversation just before we started recording. Um, you 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 focused a little bit on tenders and and specifically the designs and those kind of things and the impact of what you just mentioned now, the impact of of knowing and and having been informed that a pipe is 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 incorrect, um, and that it should be a different class and just continuing with that, um, you what is your your take on on looking at when a job is going to be done and, and doing tenders and the things, some of the factors that need to be conta- taken into consideration because I see that it that it is part of Terra Firma's, uh, you know, mm. tender consulting and consulting on tenders. It's at setting up tenders. It's part of your services. That's correct. And, and, and one part that I picked up then, why am I bringing it in? Because I always say it from the beginning, you first need to learn the work. And if you understand plumbing, then you can only price plumbing. Mm. The reason for that is because of your fittings and everything. There's, there's so many fittings and, and there's a lot of QSs out there that actually came to me that when we had the discussion where they said, you know what, plumbing is one of the hardest trades they've got by to, to, to price and then to actually keep control on it because there's so many different types of fittings. And especially in your tender process, if you do not tender right, and the one thing I don't want to say, the way they structure the words in tenders is actually sometimes a very big challenge because if you do not have the knowledge about what they're saying in that tender, you're going to price wrongly. Mm. And we had a case where we priced one of the tenders now, um, I think it was about a month ago, where they never mentioned actually for the water lines where you must pick it up. After we did the request by the, the, um, the, the main building contractor, we asked him to send us the drawings through. After he sent the drawings through to us, we measured all the pipes that needs to go in that was not forming part of the bowl. Well, that came to a cost of about over 800,000 rand. So if you just priced now on that tender, just for a pickup point and not to get all the pipes where it must be, with the right size, with the right diameter and everything, you would have sit at a situation where you had to pay 800,000 rand in because of the words that was used on the tender that you priced on. And if you do not have that knowledge to understand the difference, what they're asking there and what you must price on, you're going to sit in hot water. Somebody have missed that aspect and that factor when they did that and set up that tender and approved that tender for that matter. Some of the other challenges, or one of the other challenges that you mentioned to me was um, with, with was it quantity or quality surveyors? What was the... With quantity surveyors. Quantity surveyors. That the the lack of understanding why certain things in plumbing are required and then, you know, cost can be cut uh, unnecessarily and, and unreasonably. Uh, tell us a little bit more of, of, of an experience or two that you that you can uh, use as, as examples. I must just also say I don't have a problem with them. I just sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise I'm going to have a lot of QS is going to be very furious at me. <laughs> so I think maybe it's just the way they approach the, the whole thing sometimes. Now, like I said, I, I spoke with um, a young junior QSs and I spoke with um, older QSs as well. And one of the traits that they mentioned that comes up the whole time that's very difficult for them is plumbing. And I can understand that because like I said previously as well, if you didn't do the work from the beginning to understand how it works, how everything comes together and that is difficult for you as a QS to measure it up. That I understand 100%. Therefore, um, I must say that the, the one place where we had this QS and she was actually a lady, 
that actually say to us at the end of the day that you come to site, I give you two days, either the Tuesday or Thursday, you pick your time, your point and everything, I'm going to be there the whole day, and we measure together. Mm. Therefore, because she did that at the end of the day, there was no confusion or anything when payment needs to be done because the correct amount that was signed off is the correct amount that was paid over at the end of the day. But now what sometimes happens, I know especially of QSs, they actually give too many sites to them. Mm. They give them like five or six sites. Now, if you've got five or six sites that you're running and plumbing is most of them of the biggest one part of the trade because that's normally what happens is your plumbing and your, electric, your electrical is the biggest part of your um, tender bill. Um, so for them to go and check everything is going to be difficult. Mm. But if they do not do it, then you're going to sit in a situation where the things is just getting cut the whole time. Everyone is going to get frustrated at the end of the day and nobody's getting paid. Mm. At the end of the day, um, if you work together with the QS on each project, it's like starting a project with the building inspector is critical. Therefore, your relationship can build actually very strong and you can learn to trust each other. So that's mm. what you claim is actually what you installed. Mm. And that will assist you at the end of the day. Also, if both of you are on the same um, same page, if I can say it like that. Yeah. Um, because sometimes what happens is the guys, they are in the office where they're busy while measuring up or whatever they need to do as a QS. And they're not coming to site always. And because they're not coming to site, they don't know of all the difficulties that actually went or went wrong on site. Mm. And therefore, they can't understand the claim that mm. was actually given through. Or why is this extra now or... Why did you claim so much and not this? So if you come to site at the end of the day, this actually everything can be clarified. And mm. because you clarify everything up front, there will not be a problem then with payment mm. when it needs to be done. And, and, and that just gets back to why we're having this conversation. It's the interdependency um, of, of these different spheres and all the stakeholders within the, the built environment and the construction and, and, and development environment. Um, it's it's it, the importance of having these relationships and being on the same page and being on the same understanding of things. It just improves the relationships. It improves the, the overall project at the end of the day. And that's what, it's a good thing that you actually said. I, I liked it when you made the statement that you don't have a problem with the, with the, with the quantity surveyors. And I actually agree with you. It's not, it's not that. It's just that bringing people to the same level of understanding because – uh, they've got their trade and they've got and you've got yours and the same with the engineers and the same with the civils the same with uh, architects they are in their in their respective trade and profession and you work in yours but knowing and understanding the fact that th these spheres integrate overlap each other they integrate with each other and therefore there's an a, an interdependency between all the different stakeholders to work together and be on the same page and and again like you mentioned now establishing those relationships from the very start knowing that everybody can trust each other and knowing that when you hand in your your claims that you haven't you know added additional costs and try to get away with it that that the quantity surveyor can trust you as a service and solutions provider that you've provided the correct information because they understand it they've been to site maybe had the inspections etc i i think it's a very important factor that you addressed um by by mentioning that just before we continue the conversation have a listen to this don't forget to download the all new and improved app plumber from the google play store all your plumbing solutions are just a click away, exclusively for Android users. 
What other challenges can plumbers face when dealing with other stakeholders in the in the built environment? I mean, we we looking at qualifications, expertise, skills, knowledge, um, those kind of things when it comes to the actual people performing the work. Yeah, that's true. Because at the end of the day, um, we 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 stri- actually struggling in South Africa with actually skilled plumbers. That is actually the bottom line. And I think the the, the reason why we're struggling with skilled plumbers is because um, Bifsa and all those places that training academies that was actually taken away because we actually fought also a while ago under the building industry still. Mm. Mm. And everything is just taken away. And I don't think they brought anything new in to replace it at this stage. I know, I think, um, Solidarite, they brought one of the Soltech. It was one of the places where I can see plumbers can go now and everything to train because that training forms part of who you're going to be as a tradesperson at the end of the day. And if you are not trained correctly, you can't install anything correctly. And I think that forms actually by everything goes back to training, 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 Mm. training. And to start... I don't know how many of the companies these days actually do have still apprenticeships where they take ap- um, apprentices in to learn them the trade, to show them the trade mm. and everything because that's also formed so far because you can't build a strong plumbing company at the end of the day if your people are not skilled and well provided with all the latest technologies or what things there is at the end of the day that can assist them to do the work so much quicker and so much more effective at the end of the day. So yes, everything integrates with everything at the end of the day. I wanted I wanted to get back to the fact that all of the all of the different kind of things that Terra Firma, uh, you mean you mentioned that knowing that you get a building a person who can do construction and it's not a plumber pretending to be somebody who can do construction and vice versa. You have a plumber who's not pretending that can do construction work. Um, I mean you do you do different type of services and, and you're involved in different aspects. Um, and certainly it's important to you and, and Terra Firma Project, your company, to ensure that you you get the people who have the correct trade, the correct skill and to be applied in the correct sphere or the correct aspect of this of the services that you provide. That's 100% correct what you say there because at the end of the day what I picked up is most of the guys what happened is um, they're busy doing like a stormwater pipe, but it's not actually their field. And then mm. one of the guys said, maybe I can do the building field because I built for my friend or for my father or whatever the case must be. And then they think they can build the thing, but they don't know what's all the specifications that's going into that that needs to be done right. Therefore, I always say to you, uh, don't be like, a, how do I say it, um, a jack of all trades and a master of none. Get the right people for the right work. And mm. therefore what happened is we got the right persons in the right job specification that can do the work properly and correct the first time. So that you don't have to go back to break the all of the manuals down because the guy didn't forget to put in um, reinforcement or the brick force or whatever the case must be. And also that the benching and everything that is done is done correctly because that's so important at the end of the day, especially on stormwater. If you've got rough benching on on the inside, anything that passes there can actually get hooked. As soon as it gets hooked, it builds up. If it builds up, you get a blockage. So it's so important to get all the small detail correct from the beginning. That is why we actually, every trade that we do um, from the civil works or the plumbing work, we use the right guy for the right Mm. job. Just before we say goodbye, have a listen to this. 
would like to encourage our audience to follow Articulated Plumber on Instagram and Facebook, not only to find out more about the Man in the Van podcast, but also to learn more about any exciting and interesting news that we may have. Our handle on both Instagram and Facebook is Articulated Plumber. Ole, I want to thank you for for the information that you shared and um, I want to get to a, a point where you know it's important for all of the stakeholders the different stakeholders in the built environment to work together and have good relationships and I think that the information that you've shared here is extremely valuable and that it will carry great value to our audience out there and I want to thank you for having shared it and thanks again for your time and your effort and having been here and joined us. I just want to say thank you for the opportunity just to be here to speak about this thing and thank you for the opportunity to also to introduce that of Firma projects and um, to the to the world or to the people outside there and i think in this difficult situations that everyone is going through at this stage i think the only thing that brings us through through everything at the end of the day comes back to faith so mm. i want us all just to keep strong believe keep your eye at eye and when you're feeling down just remember he always looks over you at the end of the day and therefore you are blessed you know what olay I want to thank you for having said that, but then also that should serve as a great inspiration and motivation to to other plumbers out there. You know, you mentioned that you started your career as a an apprentice plumber, yeah, yeah, and, so and and you've ended up with a company, um, you know, a successful and well established company as Terraforma Projects, and and that's not only something to commend, but it's also something that can be used to inspire and motivate our audience members. That's fine. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, thanks to our audience. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Finally, it's time to switch off this engine. Cheerio. Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion. 